Hello and welcome to Hockey Pe Charcha, a podcast series launched by Hockey India in April 2021 with an intention to bring interesting stories of hockey stars who have carved the niche for themselves representing the glorious past, present and the promising future of the sport. I'm your host Nandini and for episode number 48 we have with us the very charismatic and daring goalkeeper of his time Adrian De Souza with over 150 international caps Adrian has left a lasting impression on the hockey fraternity worldwide with his innovative ways of goalkeeping he was part of the indian team that lifted the asia cup in 2007 in chennai he has a podium finish to his name in the champions challenge and the prestigious Sultan Azlan Shah. In his new role, Adrian is part of the coaching staff for the sub-junior national teams who are currently in Netherlands for a four-match tour. Adrian, we are so delighted to have you on Hockey Te Charcha. Good evening, Nandini. It's, it's great to be here finally and uh, talk a lot about hockey and uh, how Indian hockey especially is on the right track. Glad to be here. Absolutely. Absolutely. We've been actually wanting to have you on this show. We've had some of your teammates in the past, uh, but I think this is the right time, Adrian, because we really want to know all about, you know, this new role that you're in from being a flamboyant goalie in the past, now taking over as the coach and training some of the youngest aspiring hockey players in the country. How are you enjoying this new chapter? Uh, you know, just uh, wearing the T-shirt where you. have to represent india that itself uh, makes me feel so 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 happy and blessed but at the same time as you said it's is the first time that i'm in the coaching uh, side not on the not on the players bench uh, mm. and i'm looking forward to it the good young goalkeepers out here and uh, i think is the perfect age to help them with their basics and certain things which i didn't have the opportunity at my at that age where i can share in my inputs for them absolutely you know i was um, also speaking to rani who's uh, at the camp as well and she was talking about how like you just mentioned you know back when you were probably 14 15 uh, you never had such a huge opportunity to probably train with inter- international stars like yourself there's rani there's sardara icons of the game and uh, kids would have always looked up to you and you know they would have wanted to sort of emulate your careers and now they're getting to train with you guys so do you kind of have that you know wow factor going on from players when you're probably on the field trying to t- tell them or training them and they're like oh my god wow you know we're being trained by them i would definitely say it's more with uh, a lot with sardar and rani because uh, you have to give it to them because they are the gurus of the modern hockey you know who've who've been with the national team for so long but for me uh, i go back to my one experience when i was in school i still remember at this age at, at the age of 14 and 15 a hockey coach had uh, invited a former indian hockey goalkeeper jude menezes mm. and uh, he came to our training pitch and he showed me the indian jersey you know since then you would always dream of wearing one so imagine these young kids coming and training with the best in the country right now Uh, you have an added uh, flavor to it you have lazarus badla asuntalakra lilima mins and 
it's great to train them but yeah you're right in the in the first week it's been a bit uh, different cuz everybody wanted to know more about me than me teaching them but uh, as the days have gone by we are getting better and uh, these kids are growing that's the most important part that's fantastic and since you mentioned your school adrian uh, i want to take you back to that moment in uh, st anne's when uh, you 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 had the opportunity to play in your first hockey match because a goalkeeper didn't show up and you ended up without a tooth and you promised that you will never play as a goalkeeper ever again can you tell us about that incident yeah that that was my uh, first uh, ever experience as a goalkeeper in, in the under 10 of inter schools in mumbai we as i was good in football i was convinced actually my parents were convinced by my coach saying that he plays good football so i think he can also be a good goalkeeper and the first month itself uh, i didn't have a helmet then while training so mm. me being me i went for the ball the way i could and uh, i had a stick on my mouth and uh, since then i really didn't want to be a goalkeeper because you know you you don't want that embarrassment of having no teeth and going to school yeah. but uh, things turned over i got the best goalkeeper that year the first year itself and since then i've never looked back when it comes to hockey fantastic and this trend that you began of rushing so it kind of started when you were 9 and 10 now huh? back in school because you were actually known for your rushing in you know uh, pc defense and all of that uh, did this kind of start from there it was like a natural trait that you developed it was it was a natural uh, trait because uh, i still love running in the 100 meters and uh, 200 meters sprint in my school you know those medals that you would get at the end of your sports uh, annual sports day and you would go on the podium and get the uh, gold silver bronze medal you know you'd go back home with uh, three four medals around your chest and four certificates uh, those motivational days but it's it's also athletics the sprinting that has helped me Uh, be a first run, first rusher because mm. if i wasn't good at my sprints i think i would never end up as a first rusher mm mm-hmm. fantastic and and you adrian i've always been a little curious to understand about your own journey in hockey yes you come from a city which has its own culture of producing international hockey players we have mm somaya from there we have uh, the valmiki brothers and yourself of course um but when you actually came into the sport it probably wasn't the best times in hockey definitely not what it is today where you know players are being given the best facilities uh fantastic exposure great inter- international tours and all that right from the junior days uh but you i mean you you came into the air india academy in delhi and then you played for mumbai customs won your best goalkeeper award at the prestigious bombay gold club bombay gold cup and then and then your journey with the indian team began but but what was that whole phase like you know and also the kind of support you got from your family did they have any doubts of you choosing hockey as a career tell us about that uh you know when you come when you come from an urban city mm-hmm. and especially in uh, those days in my neighborhood in my school everyone would play hockey football or cricket so sports was it was within the community and uh, we'd always have rivalries within uh, inter cities uh, like someone from bandra would always be against uh, malad players and that's how the city would grow and develop so we would always have this home and away matches 
And, you know, right since a young age, we were always in a competitive level. Uh, you say basketball, you say hockey, football, any sports. Uh, but the, the changes that were happening gradually was not being noticed because I was just enjoying playing hockey. And, uh, you know, when you when you meet the right people at the right stage of your career, I did meet some wonderful coaches. And one of them was surely Masban Patel, who mm. has uh, produced most of the players who come in from Mumbai to play the national team. You know, they have all have been under his guidance or his coaching some way or the other. Mm. And uh, that guy had something special in him. You know, he he's never been a hockey player, but he's always had a club and he's always groomed players at that perfect age where he could mold them in, into being, uh, you know, into dreaming wearing the India jersey. And uh, the, the conversations he would have after training was so important to us that it it get it got us elevated knowing that you can sleep tonight that someday you could play for india mm. and uh, he was the one who gave who made me uh convincing that you know you should come to delhi and give the trials at air india academy mm. and once you're out of the lifestyle where you've been doing you know normal college and playing for your college and suddenly you go into an academy where seven days or six days a week you're only practicing and practicing and practicing that's when you realize that hey you know it's 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 easy to dream but it's really tough to work and reach your goals so it was those uh, that part of my life where the transition took place from an actual college boy you know meeting your friends going out and uh, going for movies playing yeah. once a while and then suddenly you just have to switch to playing every day and yeah. uh, learning every day the coaches at uh, air india academy bansal sir you know, all these guys have been the right uh, coaches who come across in your life and you learn so much from them and you grow. Mm. And uh, that transition helped me grow where I am today. Fantastic. And what was the support like back home for you? Back home, it was, uh, <laughs> it was as simple as it could be. I was the younger son. So my brother was, uh, he was more into IT and software engineering. So my parents were more focused on him. Okay. And for me, it was like, Beta khel ra hai, khelne do. He's, uh, someday he's going to play nationals and Delhi ja ra hai, jane do. So they were always supportive. They were never, uh, never ever stopped me from doing, uh, playing any sport actually, even, even football. The only times they would actually uh, pull me down is during my exams, obviously. Because that time also, you know, as being a youngster, being a teenager, you still want to play. But yeah. uh, I managed to graduate and uh, here I am today uh, in, a, in a position where I could say proudly that, you know, sports has given me a lot and mostly everything. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and your talent also kind of uh, earned you an India jersey very quickly, right? Like 2001, you went into the camp in Delhi and then I think 2003, you were already playing for Junior India team. Yeah, and... Uh, as you as as we all say miracles do happen and sometimes we do need luck you know on our side and that was one of my moments where i i was observed on on the channel doordarshan tv mm. where the match was going on live of semi finals while i was playing for air india and i was in the hostel that time but uh, my air india team uh, the main team needed a goalkeeper and i was the option so i ended up playing in my city uh, winning the best goalkeeper and the play of the tournament. And it's it's funny, if you go back to all those do domestic tournaments that 
you know, we've been having all these years that mm. uh, I got noticed from one of those tournaments. And at the end of the announcement, while I was anyway going to go to Delhi to my hostel, you know, I was told to go to the national team, to the national camp. These same guys I would be watching from the stands, you know, and hoping that I could be in the camp someday. I yeah. joined them at the age of 18 or 19. And I was I was I was in La La Land for almost I think three months because I couldn't believe I was next to amazing players like Dan Rajpille, Dilip Tilki, and Viren Raskina, Deepak Thakur, Gaganajit. You know, yeah. you name these players, and I was just this 18-year-old kid that observing them. Like, okay, this is how they do gym, this is how they do skills, this is how they uh, wear pads. Devesh Chauhan was there, Bharat mm-hmm. Chetri was there, you know. Yeah. It's it's been it's been a it's been such a great experience with these guys that if I can push this to the youngsters today, you know, to make them feel that it is possible. Age is just a number. If you play well, if you work hard, uh, you can also get it at a young age. But then uh, it all depends on small, small details in your life. Absolutely. And I can totally imagine you being starstruck uh, because they were all really huge stalwarts in their own right and um and and what a team that was you know every 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 player was was a mega star in his own right and and w- what is that most fond memory that you may have you know from the camp uh where you were rubbing shoulders with these uh legendary players there have been many many occasions but uh you know the the first month of the main national camp I was I was so starstruck and awestruck that any session that used to happen, I think I used to give 300% because I really didn't know what to do. Even though I was in the Air India Academy in the hostel, but here, you know, you're, you're doing a sprint test with uh, Dhanraj Pillay on one side and uh, Ignace Tirki and Baljit Dilan and you're like, okay, wait, am I taller than him? Am, is he taller than me? Can I, can I, can I beat him in the sprint? And uh, while training, uh, for penalty corners, especially, you had uh, Jugrat Singh, then you yeah. had Dilip uh, Tirki. You know, these guys would come and take hits, and you're like, okay, should I leave a goal or should I save it? You know, will he get angry if I save it? How will it be? <laughs> yeah. But uh, but none of them made me ever feel that, you know, I was a young kid. They made me feel that I, I deserve where I have been, and uh, everybody helped me grow in certain ways. Devesh Chauhan, Bharat Chetri. We used to compete so much in the change room, you know, after training, we used to talk so like these guys used to make me feel comfortable because I was I was just a kid, right? I was a teenager and mm-hmm. uh, each one of them would say, no, it's OK, you you learn, you grow, you do this, you do that. And the most important thing is that goalkeepers have to be united. Mm-hmm. Uh, all these things I learned at a very at a very young age where I feel blessed to share that with the youngsters today. Yeah. And just like these players had an impact on your young career back then, you surely did have an impact on uh, another budding career uh, of PR Srijesh who walked into the camp as a 16-year-old. You were the senior there, a stalwart who he he kind of looked up to. And I still remember this conversation um, I was having with Srijesh and he mentioned that um, he, he, he a lot of times tried to mimic you because... He looked up to you so much and uh, you just point blank told him that, you know what, create your own style. You don't have to, you know, pick up on somebody else's style. Can you tell us about that instance? 
Yeah, because, uh, you know, as goalkeepers, we always uh, try to copy another goalkeeper. It, it, it goes without saying. Uh, we, we used to watch videos and even after every match, you know, I used to watch my seniors and I used to always wonder, can I do this diet that Bharat Chetri does? Can I, can I do a leg save like Divesh Chauhan does or watching Balal and uh, Subaya, you know, all these legendary goalkeepers. And I used to always wonder, can I, can I do those saves? And, and I have got advices from seniors saying that, Hey, you got to be your own style. And, and that made a, such a big impact because no matter what we learn, our walking style, our, our talking style is going to be a bit different in life. So I, I don't think so we could imitate anybody. So you have to have your own style. And Srijesh today, as we all know, I would like to ask him, can I be, can I have your style? Because he's got into another level at completely and it feels so nice to watch him enjoying his hockey. Yeah. And, um, you know, sometimes uh, uh, when some of the senior journalists also get together and they kind of recall the time when Shri was a uh, 16-year-old, picked up uh, for the junior camp. I think uh, Harinder Sir had kind of handpicked him uh, from one of the nationals. And this young boy from Kerala wearing a netted bunion. That though everyone kind of emphasizes on. He walked in with a netted bunion, wearing a lungi. Didn't know the language, you know, wasn't so comfortable in English. And 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 look where he is now, you know, 300 international caps and uh, what an incredible career. Uh, how, how do you kind of, you know, like since you have been so closely associated with him, you, you, you both are still very good friends. Um, just being part of, you know, this guy's growth in Indian hockey, you know, how, how special is this for you? Uh, let's let's put it in like I'll start with a small phrase of what I feel when Sri Jesh is out there playing for India. I feel as if I'm there. Like it's it's hard to explain this, but it feels like it's me out there giving my best for the nation because that's how special uh, Sri Jesh has been to me and the way he's been doing things. Because I've watched him from the first camp, the first time he came into the camp, we used to not even have a conversation. You know, we used to we used to always uh, stay aloof. But because everything was so new to him, the language barriers, the cultural shock and the training schedule, because he actually came from home. He didn't come from an academy. And, uh, you know, the entire bunch, the way we grew as uh, not only as teammates, but as friends, uh, I always feel that he can only get better. Yeah. And we all know that it's, it's, it's not rocket science that in goalkeeping, uh, if you can maintain your fitness, if you can maintain your flexibility, and if you can still be at par with with what is asked from you, I think the older you grow, the better you can get because then you get to be more patient with so many things in goalkeeping because there are so many goals that we can see it is all due to this one second of uh, change in mind when we fluctuate and we do something that we've not trained for. And that's how goals are conceded, most of the goals. So mm. I can just, I just keep pushing him yeah. and like off the field, whenever we have conversations, if we have conversations, I just keep pushing him. I'm just like telling him, Hey man, you know, you can do much better in the next tournament. So keep working. So that's, that's my bit of uh, sharing with Srijesh because I've always been that way towards him and yeah. he's uh, what he's achieved today, 300 and plus caps, you know, uh, for me, it still feels that I know the same Srijesh that I first met, uh, 
when he joined in the junior camp and uh, harindra sir saju sir clary sir like it was a great bunch then mm. you mentioned he used to be aloof i can't even imagine that because he is definitely not aloof uh, these days he's probably in everyone's space room everywhere you know chatting up with the youngest player to the senior most player in the team he's just you know like making everyone feel at home those those are those are some of the traits he's got for me i would say because you'd always watch me and uh, we've been roommates you know when we are roommates first we should not talk to each other imagine having a roommate and you're not talking to that person because it's it's purely because of a language issue because i would not know how to communicate with him and he wouldn't know how, how to speak to me and i would only hear him talking to his family and then slowly we would get about uh, okay explain to me what you spoke in malayala mm-hmm. and stuff like that and uh, we got into reading books and today we all know how what a book enthusiast uh, srijesh is and oh, today so, so you're the one who kind of got him into books then it's it's it goes way back then it was way back it was way back and um, probably if you have a chat with srijesh he will explain to you in detail about it but yeah i thought let's let's give it a try and i think reading always helps so srijesh today has not only turned out to be an idol for so many uh, young athletes but also to every other athlete or every other kid out there because he has actually proved that you know even if you come from a culture where it's hard to get within the community he's managed so well and today he's uh, being a perfect idol to the young generation yeah that's quite remarkable and and this guy who's uh, been such a huge icon of the sport still credits you for uh, his uh, career as well and uh, i think that should feel very special for you as well yeah and that actually shows his humbleness because uh, he still remembers how how his journey has begun and and we always compete saying that hey someday we have to get in the goal together we'll have a competition no matter what our age is and we'll see who can see more goals in uh, shots on try or penalty corners or shootouts shootouts definitely is going to is going to win like easy easy that's for sure but penalty corners and field goals probably yeah i'll try and give it a hard shot for it i think this is one uh, challenge all of us want to kind of witness and be part of so it's definitely going to be a packed stadium when this ever happens yeah definitely hopefully you can actually just when he's ready for that action yeah and just adrian coming back to uh, the camp itself you know you were talking about the kind of impact um, dilip turki and um, ignis and dandraj and all of them have had on your career and now to be hand picked by dilip turki the president of hockey india uh, for you to come and work with uh, aspiring players um, you know we know that this is his uh, pet project if i can say so he's ever since he came into the federation he's been very very passionately talking about having a sub junior camp and uh, his his whole um, you know his vision is uh, to to start young and and then to ha- give them an exposure at uh, which is on the same lines as what the indian hockey teams have today in sai at the national program and they're working with stalwarts like yourself uh, just tell us about how significant you know this program can be for the indian setup at this moment to begin with uh... is the the initiative itself is because they've had uh, sub junior nationals 
and uh, from there they had handpicked 40 players in boys and 40 in girls you know before if if any time the situation would take place a sub junior national would always happen and then teams would get medals and certificates and that's it then they would have another sub junior national next year but uh, if you go to see this time around uh, having 40 players come in here stay in a camp 60% of the players from either boys or girls are coming from hostels and the remaining 40 are coming from you know from their house from their homes where it could be any city so the ones who are the 60% are the ones who are trained 24 hours you know in hostels and academies but the ones who are coming from home they are just coming from just playing good in the sub junior nationals and then performing for their respective teams and coming in but imagine the first week itself you you get a india kit you know it, it starts with that it starts with that cuz every player any you ask a 8 year old you ask a 10 year old anyone who wants to play represent the country will always dream of wearing a jersey you know will always uh, dream of uh, having the indian armband around the person having the national anthem played and if you grow up with these uh, these dreams and you can give these dreams to youngsters at this age imagine what they will do 5 years down the line mm. having the best setup for them uh, they are actually going through a proper uh, uh, facilitation over here in rolkila uh, on how it is to be in an olympic village we never had that experience until we went to the olympics so these players are not only getting what they are supposed to get on field you have as i said in the start you have magical coaches sardara i'm telling you is a fantastic not only a fantastic player a fantastic friend but is an amazing amazing coach i'm learning from him mm-hmm. we have rani rampal and uh, gracefully i get to go for both sessions because i have to look after the girls and the boys so i'm getting to learn so much from uh, rani as well and asunta and lelima whereas barla and uh, sardara are doing their job for the boys and it's so great to know that Uh, they're not only learning modern hockey but they're also getting groomed into the most important part which we had been lacking for so many years is our basics yeah. indian hockey has been amazing in skills and one of the biggest transition in the last 10 to 14 years is that we've improvised so much on our basics and our fitness that we have realized we could be winners or else india wouldn't be on third place uh, in the men standing today it's mm-hmm. all because of small details that we worked on penalty corners how to convert a penalty defense how to defend you know shootouts how to win a match we would never take sure penalty stroke seriously because you think it's 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 you know wo lagta aaj you know dialogue both famous the yaar aaj apna din nahi tha but it's not about apna din if you train if you keep training the right methods uh, i think sky is the limit for us and we are going to get and achieve the gold in one of the future tournaments very soon because we are on the right track and having these young guys coaches like sadara and rani you know who are still being good players today in in the current form of of modern hockey and they are teaching the right notes to these kids so it doesn't matter which hostel or where you come from in the end you're going to get trained by the best in the business in in this country and uh, my my contribution to this is that i have to focus on my goalkeepers and teach them the right basics if your basics are strong your foundation is strong i don't think so it's going to be a tough tough challenge for you to grow because with with playing more matches you're going to get experience but if you if you have the right basics 
and you mix both of them, uh, you, you're going to get medals. That's actually very in insightful, Adrian. Uh, you know, uh, absolutely, you were bang on in everything that you said. And uh, I think this has been the Federation's intention as well to introduce uh, programs where uh, the basics are right first and, and equip these youngsters before they actually come into the national program wherein they they adapt to that scenario very quickly and you know they don't lose out any time there and i think what you said absolutely is bang on and just um you know since we're just days before the asian games uh i would definitely like to pick your brains on you know what you think is in store for the indian teams uh, you have very closely followed both the men and the women's team in the recent years uh, it's been nine years since uh, the Indian men's team won uh, the gold medal. And uh, surely the women's team is is aiming for that uh, elusive gold. So so what are your thoughts? You know, the teams are leaving next week. So what are your thoughts about their campaign this time? Uh, it's, it's a very honest uh, opinion from my side that uh, finals looks very uh, possible for both the teams. Firstly, because not because they are one of the best teams in the world rankings today, but also in the current form that both men's and women's. If I have to start with men's, that I, I think around six to eight of their players, our players uh, have more than hundred caps, and when you use, they are not only hundred caps, but they also have trophies and they have medals within those caps. So you're actually sending champions for the Asians, and uh, it's going to be a tough one. Definitely, because we we all know what happened in the last Asian Games against uh, Malaysia, and uh, recently in the Asian Champions Trophy, Malaysia was all over us in the finals in Chennai. So there are good teams out there. Korea has come back in form. Uh, we have Pakistan, who's always there, and the rivalry will never end. But it's all about those important matches where uh, we have to convert the chances we have, we get, and uh, we have been doing that. That's why we are number three in the world. So it all boils down to how we can use our energy, especially in the main matches. You know, winning against uh, Bangladesh, winning against uh, Uzbekistan will always give us the upper boost, upper confidence. But we have to understand that eventually what matters is when the main games come in and uh, we cannot lapse at those moments. So we have to be well prepared. And we watched it in the Asian Champions Trophy with the men's. You know, we, we came back very strongly and we won the finals against Malaysia. That was uh, Craig's uh, first, I, I believe, first uh, tournament as the Indian coach. Mm. And now for the women's, we all know how uh, Yannick is doing well with the girls' team. But uh, for them, it's going to be a harder challenge because for them, they have to maintain consistency. And uh, once they do that, then I can I can proudly say that gold is not too far for both men's and women's. Yeah, fantastic. And just before I let you go, we have a very small segment where we ask some very candid questions. You can't be taking too much time to answer. It's more like a rapid fire. And uh, this is the only way I try to get out some secrets from the players. I know all of you are very tight-knit, never let out any secrets of uh, your teammates out. But... Uh, but some very candid questions just to see what the camaraderie used to be back in the day. 
Um, just to begin with, uh, Adrian, uh, who was the most superstitious guy in the team? Superstitious? Yeah. I can tell you a trainer. Really? Okay. Yeah. We had Sampath Kumar. Okay. He was the most superstitious. He would go before the match around the goalpost and uh, do a puja and then hopefully that no goals will be conceded. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know about this. You know, I must mention that recently we were uh, uh, speaking to Shri and he was mentioning that, um, you know, I was just pulling his leg saying, you know, every tournament you have a different style, different, uh, you know, hair, although there's not that much hair, but, you know, like beard and all of that. So this time he's like, no, 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 I'm not doing any of that. I'm keeping my beard because somehow it's gotten into my head that if I go with a shaved uh, face, then something goes wrong and I'm not doing well. So did you have any kind of superstitious beliefs like that? Uh, always to wear uh, the socks or the shoes from the left side first. That's that's it. Oh. You, you know, first, uh, your socks will always be the left and the shoes also left. That, that's the only thing I had. And I think it was a habit more than being superstitious. Right, right. Amazing. But I have gone through stages where I wore on the right side and then after the match, I would realize, damn, you know, I, I wore the right one first. But it was more of a mind thing. And with this thing, I really don't believe it, but maybe he's, he's true. Because yeah. I feel he won't recognize himself if he shaves. Uh, it'll, take him yeah. a one, it'll take him one week to, you know, just go like this and he'll like, Okay. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Just um, so next up um, on tours, who was the most adventurous or a party goer who would get everyone ready and say, you know, boys, it's okay. We lost today or we won today, but we have to party. I don't want to say me, but I think I'll have to think of someone else right now. And uh, we would have uh, Bharat Chetri. Mm-hmm. Then... Uh, Nowadays, I think it's more of, uh, you know, Srijesh, but more than parting, it's all about him encouraging players that, hey, you know, it's okay to grow up and it's okay to uh, get off it. But uh, we always yeah. had a good punch. SV Sunil was one of them. No way. Yeah. No way. I don't believe this. SV Sunil was one of the very quiet guys, you know, who had a very different uh, persona, at least in front of all of us. I, I don't believe that he's a party goer. Not a party goer, but you'd always uh, lift up your, you know, your spirits after a bad game. And then he'd crack some uh, sad jokes in the bus. And all these guys, he'd always speak in Kannada. So the jokes would come out in Tamil or in Kannada. And then one fellow would start, then another fellow would translate. And then it would go to, by the time it reaches uh, Punjab, it would turn out to be like Chinese whispers. Okay, that's funny. <laughs> um, did you have any roommate you dreaded being assigned? You mentioned about Shri not talking to you initially, but is there any other, you know, teammate who you would dread, absolutely dread having as a roommate? Uh, in the beginning, it was uh, Sandeep Singh. Okay, because? <laughs> because I really didn't know what time he would wake up. So we'd always have this uh, competition of saying, you're going to wake up, you're going to wake me up or I'm going to wake you up. So no one would end up waking each other. And uh, we would end up being late sometimes for training sessions because I would depend on him and he would depend on me. And end of the day, both would be like, okay, I thought you would wake me up. And, he, you know, we didn't have many alarms. Then it was all the all about the roommate waking the, the other guy up. <laughs> That's funny. 
and 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 the loud 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 punjabi music he would play loud like really loud and i'd always offer him earphones uh, hey, hey, you know try the try the earphones it's a better option right and and who would be um extremely uh, an emotional guy on the pitch in your in your team you know somebody who would absolutely be charged up emotionally tushar yeah okay sir kandekar goes without saying yeah yeah always any, any instance Tar. that you can recall uh not exactly but he was always so charged up that every every hit he would take he would wanted to go in the goal and if it wouldn't go he would just like get furious not only with himself but also with the atmosphere around him cuz yeah. he was always charged up yeah All, yeah yeah and uh, yeah we've had instances like where we've had situations after me considering a soft goal you'd be like the trap pp 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 and then i'd be like pp 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 so <laughs> but then that's all about the game we play we love so much yeah yeah absolutely and just uh, you know i must ask you this adrian uh, the matches against pakistan you know so emotionally charged um i think i was also reading one interview of shrijesh um, where i think in 2014 after they won that shootout in the asian games final and then he said you know my blood was boiling and you know i really wanted to win this match against pakistan and you know we just wanted to give it our all and and there've been so many iconic matches like this particularly in your days as well um you know what was what was that like you know in the team in the dressing room just playing this team it was less of uh, game plan and more of emotions involved cuz no matter what game plan you would uh, prepare the night prior to your match once you go on the field you completely would forget about okay this was the game plan the first 10 minutes just goes in this adrenal rush where you just want to take down the pakistani player not in a bad way but you want to win each and every ball so if there's a try coming on me and if pakistan would end up getting a penalty corner in the first 5 minutes and you would have soil abbas out there mm. so i would just walk up to soil bhai and just give him a stare even though i know he doesn't give a damn mm. but for me that was my way of having gaining self confidence because now it's a challenge right it's a 1v1 with him mm. and uh, you make the first save automatically pakistan goes down because then it was it was like a video game we would end up getting the first goal yeah so uh, the craziest moments was always meeting uh, salman akbar after after a match because mm-hmm. him being the pakistan goalkeeper and me we both would be in this frustrated uh, state either he is frustrated today or i am but uh, we would look at each other and say like ganda goal khaya maine you know both would tell each other that i considered like i i considered a bad goal so i would tell him <laughs> he considered a bad goal so he would tell me and uh, over the years uh, having players like uh, rehan but would always end up scoring against me you know mm-hmm. all these guys you when you meet them on the field you would now want to concede mm-hmm. even today but uh, when we now that we've known each other for so many years thanks to all the leagues that we had especially you know when we had the hockey india league mm-hmm. all these leagues have contributed so much to our growth Uh, in indian hockey that uh, that's one of the main reasons why we are on the top 3 yeah yeah I, i mean for us watching these matches was so incredible i think right from my schooling days to college days we would just 
go absolutely berserk watching these matches and it was great energy and yeah, yeah. Um, in fact my 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 parents my mother especially she used to only watch the games and I, i'm not sure how many rules she knew back then but she would always end up telling me that you know salman the pakistan goalkeeper did all the saves today you did you couldn't do your best okay mm-hmm. have a, do it better in the next match like these were her words there was nothing about uh, yeah. okay you can do better it was all about because he did well today and you need to do better <laughs> yeah. amazing i'm sure many fans will be looking forward to a india pakistan tie this time as well at the asian games probably oh, yeah. in the quarters or semis or maybe even the final you never know with pakistan you never know we just witnessed it in the last uh, hockey fives you know in muscat in oman again we had a we came back from behind and we won the tournament like that's yeah. that's another fantastic achievement where i think that's the next step of international hockey as well where hockey fives is going to grow yeah absolutely and just just last uh, candid question from me uh, I remember while talking to Somaya sir he would he was telling me how uh you know without letting the coach know that, that I think back then it used to be MP Ganesh and all of them used to run away from the camp campus in Sai Bangalore for partying you know in the weekends I know the current team is extremely disciplined that way they don't leave the campus unless they have permission to but I'm sure your team had a lot of players who would just escape from the campus many times recall any such moment yeah quite a few and uh, we had many players from bangalore back then so you know we'd always crave for some home food probably on a sunday afternoon or something like that but uh, having bharat chetri by my side as a goalkeeper and bharat was even though he's from darjeeling he was a bangalore local yeah. so probably on the weekends i would hop around with him and he would uh, take another few teammates and we would all go to the city and come back because there was no metros those days and uh, the highways were just coming up uh, from Sai Bangalore yeah. but we had a good time good good fun good laugh and uh, memories that we can cherish all our lives that's amazing you were the guy to go to yeah that's amazing that that, that was it from me adrian uh, can i just lastly take one um, you know message from you for the indian teams going for the asian games uh, definitely i i want to wish uh, all the players men's and women's the coaching staff the supporting staff the federation the fans especially and all the athletes who are going to compete in the asian in the asians you know come back home with a medal and hopefully and gracefully that medal should be gold because the more we achieve medals for our country that's how our sport is going to go ahead and the young generation can look up to all the idols that we have in front of us and uh, i'm sure the men's and the women's are going to do amazing because we have a right uh, right bunch of players we have amazing coaches and most importantly we have been on the right track so all the best team india and uh, hope to see you all soon back with a podium and gold finish amazing thank you so much adrian it's always so amazing to speak to you pick your brains about the sport and it's incredible to have you back uh, you know in the indian uh, squad be it in the new role as a coach we look forward to see you in uh, most such outings and all the very best for your tour to netherlands with the sub junior squad and uh, thank you so very much for taking your time off and doing this uh, episode with us on hockey te charcha thank you thank you guys for having me and uh, i wish you all all the best and and i've been following the podcast so 
let's uh, let's hope for some more fun podcasts in the future. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Adrian. Thanks a lot. <laughs>